undefeated welterweight prospect Rashad Mahdi. What's going on, man? Um, I appreciate the time. I know you're in quarantine in New York City. How how's the anxiety, man? Stop fun, but uh, you know it is what it is. Trying to get this done over with. Hopefully everything goes soon. You know I know New York is not the it's one of the worst spots right now. So I've been staying home since my last fight. Um, so now I'm just trying to get this over with so we can go back to this regular program. You've been in the spotlight since since a kid in in the single digits, man. There's been so many many documentaries and news reports and and anybody that knows about fighting, they know who you are. And uh, I know that when you were a teenager, the UFC approached you. Could you tell the listeners that story of like them coming to you when you were still an amateur? Oh yeah, um, I had so when I was thirteen, I had a video that came out. It was like thirteen-year-old prodigy video, which. When you ask people, when, when they see me, they're like, you're that guy from YouTube. Um, so that happened, and then uh, UFC uh, hit me up when you do those. It's not like those 30 for 30s, you know, like for boxing. It's like MMA has that, that own. Uh, it was the St. Pierre-Johnny Hendricks fight. And they contacted me. They're like, we want to be part of the show. We want to record you. I said, absolutely, you know. And at that time, I had this vision of mainly going to the UFC. Um, and when, when they offered me the contract, they were offering me, like, listen, we want to sign you, but we want you to only commit to just MMA. No, we can't box. You can't do nothing like that. And at that time, I was still unsure. I was boxing MMA, boxing MMA, but I still wanted to do the Olympics. And that was the main thing that was on my mind. And I told them, I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I just want to be open right now. I just want to, you know, continue doing my, my tournaments. I don't, I'm not looking to turn pro yet. And... They said, okay, just let me know. Then I said, okay, no problem. I'll, I'll keep it updated. Um, but unfortunately, it didn't happen. Maybe in the future. But uh, right now, it's. I think it's best to say that I'm going to stick with boxing for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Now, yeah. have they come back to you uh, since then? Uh, not really. I think I know that. Um, plus, I'm with the zone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not with the – I'm kind of with the, the opposite of what UFC wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you know, I'm with the zone and and Matchroom, and you know, the people that are with the zone are are Bellator, and I know them too. We're not really that good friends, but um, you never know in the future what's going on, and uh, you know, hopefully in the future, I'm looking to maybe do at least one fight. Uh, and who knows? You know, it could be soon. It could be later. You never know. You know the the sport, man. It's just like. When you compare MMA to boxing, do you feel like in MMA, the path to the highest level could be shorter than boxing? I guess you could say that. Um, you see, if a guy's going with 10 fights, he could be considered a, a contender. You know what I mean? So uh, it really all that matters. You never really see a guy with 10 fights in the boxing that has, you know, has, is already being listed as a, t- a contender. But uh, yeah, I guess... It's slowly coming, um, but like I said, these fights at MMA, a lot of people don't realize it. it it's it's kind of brutal, mm. you know. After each fight, when I was fighting at MMA, win loss, I was your body. It took a toll on your body, you know. Uh, you're getting kicked, you're getting elbowed, you're getting, you know, it's it's not a, a fun feeling, but um, uh, they, they do it. I have a lot of respect for everybody who, who goes into the ring or the cage. And it's not it's not an easy job that everybody thinks it is. Everybody's easy to quit in uh 
and to tell them like, oh, you should have missed this, this, this. But in the ring and in the cage, you don't really see it often. So you try to figure it out during camp and how to figure out the game plan and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it's up to you to, to see those stuff. When you decided not to go with the UFC, not to go with MMA and go with boxing, did were there people disappointed in that decision? Oh, yeah. I still have people to this day like, yo, forget boxing. Go, go, to, go to UFC. I go to MMA. I'm like, um, you know, it's it's up to me and I'm on that decision, you know. And, uh, I kind of fell in love with boxing when I was um, – when I first just fought. And I had that mindset of, like, you know what, I think I'll, I'll, I'm just going to continue with boxing for the meantime. Um, it's just different feeling to me. You know, it's I, – I, like I said, I would love to do it in the future. But my thing is, I think I'm just going to stick with uh, boxing for a little bit longer, and in the future, maybe do like one or two fights. But it all depends on, like I said, you know, the the money. That's one, uh, and you know, just I want to get that belt too. Like the UFC belt's always been a dream of mine, but you never know in the future. Yeah, definitely. There's guys that come from other disciplines and dominate in the UFC. If you you watch it right now, Israel Adesanya, someone that was a kickboxer, that comes in and just sweeps through and just straight to the belt and now he's one of the biggest stars of the sport yeah um with there was nobody in boxing though and yeah. I, I feel like this was that my situation is a little bit different because when i was uh when i was a kid i was all i feel like i was the only kid that actually did all the kind mm-hmm. of disciplines uh i was the one that that did wrestling and jiu-jitsu and i did all these different styles and now it's common mm-hmm. now if it's common for kids to do all these different things but at the time, I was the only. I feel like I was the only kid that was doing these different styles. So I feel like I was, I was, I was kind of like the first one to to start that. Oh, you were definitely one of the first. Uh, if you look back at your track record, everybody knows that. Now, with uh, with the grappling and the kickboxing and the Muay Thai, do you still train it from time to time? Not really, but you know, it's, it's like synced in my brain. Mm. You know, it's a, it's. I I have these little um. These moments that I'm like, you know what? I just want to kickbox today. I don't know. I'm just gonna kickbox today. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, me, um, the main thing for me is just the boxing style is, is completely different on um, my kickboxing style. You know, it's, uh, my boxing style is a little bit more patient and a little more relaxed and, and calm and, and kind of like fluid, like just chilled out. My kickboxing, you, you start to stay a little bit more secure because you know those kicks, man. That they, when they come in. They come in unbelievably fast. A lot of people don't realize it too. You know, people get kicked with some kicks and they're like, "Oh, it's so slow. You could you could have blocked that." You don't see them. You don't see them, man. But uh, they, like I said, they have a, a weird way of connecting, and uh, the styles are just completely different. So when it's time for me to focus on kickboxing, my style went goes completely different. My form goes completely different, and. Uh, but I, I still, after each fight, I still try to make it as much interesting as possible. So, like, when people watch your fights, they're like, yo, I want to I keep watching them fight. That's my goal at the end of the day, too. You watch the sport. Who are some of the guys that you see MMA fighters that have some decent boxing out there? Um, You know, it, it's hard to say Garbrandt because uh, he, he does a lot of swinging, you know. It's not really that technical. You have to say... I don't know if you count Anderson Silva either, because you know, he's, he's he's getting up to an age. Um, oh yeah, um, George St. Pierre. You you have to lift those guys. 
Um, John Jones, if you consider John Jones a great boxer, it, it's kind of hard to say that, that statement because he does a lot of more kicking. He's more of a tie fighter than a boxer. It's kind of hard to say who has good hands. I would say Money Mouse, definitely for sure. Money Mouse has great hands. A lot of these guys that have those great hands, they're mainly just the, the overhand rights and, and the hooks. Because a lot of boxing, a lot of MMA, they have great hands. You know, you know who I like a lot? Uh, Aaron Pico. He kind of reminded my style. You know, he, he instead of working on the head a lot, he worked on the body. And uh, he had a lot of power in those hands. Um, he was a guy that actually, you know, enjoyed watching when it came down to striking. Those guys, I don't really like to focus on the champs a lot. You know, I like to focus on a little more of the, the prospects or the up-and-coming rising because those guys, they show that raw talent, you know, and they don't really have that much of a name yet. So it's kind of like myself right now, to be honest with you. So that's why I enjoy watching the guys that are, you know, stand-up fighters that, you know, are up and coming. Other than Aaron Pico, who are some of the guys that you like to watch that, you know, when, when the pay-per-views or, or the big cards come up, you're like, oh, I got to I gotta be at home. I got to watch this. Uh, it's, it's tough, man. It's, um, you got to say, you got to say McGregor. And that's also a guy that I completely forgot about, too. McGregor was, you know, he has the top hands in the game, man. You know, one punch and you put him down. <laughs> Um, you you can't you can't not want to watch McGregor, um, like I said, Saint Pierre, Jones, Adesanya, um, any of the heavyweights, you know, all all the you know you, you gotta represent the Albanian guys too, Alilo, Tifi, you know, all those guys that, you know, I have to watch those. Those are interesting fights. You don't know, you don't know the outcomes of those. Anybody from the lightweight division, um, it's kind of hard to watch Khabib fight for me because. My style and his style are completely different. We don't match at all. So for him, his style is mainly just to wrestle, and no one really likes to watch people wrestle. But, um, nah, I have respect for Khabib, and believe it or not, his boxing is a lot better than people that think it is. Well, you know he what I mean? dropped so like, McGregor. Guys, yeah. You know, mainly was he, he was a lot, it was kind of off balance with that shot, mm-hmm. but he still caught him. You know, he still, you know, made him look, Stupid. So for the thing like that, people are like, can you say something no good? I'm like, all right, man, whatever. Like, you don't, you clearly don't know. The majority of the people that, that say that, he has no hands. So the guys that don't fight at all, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like talking to the wall. But, you know, like I said, those guys are the guys that I like to enjoy watch. Um, and I'm going to keep on watching them. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you go back to that uh, McGregor-Mayweather fight and – and of course, like I predicted that he was going to, Mayweather was going to win exactly to the round by TKO, man. I, I, I couldn't even believe it because I'm always wrong with picking fights, but that one I picked right. And, uh, but when you flip it and you think like, okay, what if McGregor knocked out Mayweather in that fight? What would, been, what would have been the repercussions of that? They uh, would think that boxing is a joke. You know, a guy that's, you know, undefeated, uh, 50, 51 and all, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know now? Um, you see that you're like, oh guys, like the guys undefeated beat all these tough guys, include Canelo Alvarez, all these guys, and then he loses to an MMA fighter. Then that's why they say like MMA superior, MMA number one. But at the end of the day, boxing is boxing, MMA is MMA. You know, you can't mix those two combinations. They're two different things. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's. I knew McGregor didn't have. 
a chance, you know, because he he's his conditioning is not really up there at that point. But but he has the power, so his his shot is like a one punch shot. You never know what's gonna happen. But Mayweather's too slick. He's too fast. And uh, I knew at the end of the day, we're gonna get the gas out. And once he gases out, it's it's not gonna be fun for him. Do you but think to him, he stood up? He, yeah. Those punches. Yeah. Did you see the interview that GSP did recently? He was talking about uh, being the greatest of all time, and he said that uh, he doesn't believe in that. He he believes that there's always somebody out there that's gonna be able to beat you. So there is no greatest of all time. Hundred percent. I, I. That's why GSP is one of my favorite fighters. Mm-hmm. We have we we have that same mindset. Um, there's always gonna be that one person. That's why he's not really a person that talks a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean, no, sorry. But uh, uh <laughs> he doesn't like to talk a lot of uh, a lot of foolishness like a lot of guys because at the end of the day there's always gonna be that one person that's gonna have your your mark, your your he's gonna have the edge over you. And that's why I'm not a person that likes to talk too much either, because at the end of the day someone's gonna have that target towards me. So you never really know how the outcome's gonna happen. But um it's best to stay quiet because once you have that stuff, once Mary Gregor loses, they they talk, talk, talk. He's garbage. He sucks. Here's up. When GSP lost, you know, no one really said much, but GSP got that revenge afterwards, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why, if I would have to say someone would be close to the best, I would have to say GSP was. But like I said, there's weight classes. There's different people. You can't really compare to that. You can't really say somebody's individually the best ever. It's, it's not. You can't. Now, in MMA, there's training camps for these big fights. And, and you, as someone that is an expert on the sweet science, who, when you look at some of the fighters, who would you like to be like a part of their camps? Like certain fighters, like you'd like to go in there and, and spar with them and help them get ready for a fight. Are, are there any guys out there? Um, well, I mean, I, I like to help out anybody that that's, you know, uh, I get along with mm-hmm. somebody I, I don't get along with. I'm like, yo, get out of my face. But, um, in boxing, you know, I have a lot of guys like, you know, boo-boo and dry, like, like those guys that are, they're, they're cool to me. Every time I see them, it's much love to them. So whatever they want to help, man, I would love to help them. Uh, Josh Kelly, all those guys, I was supposed to help him for the last fight for his last fight, but it got canceled. Yeah, mainly all those guys, I would love to do it. Um, For UFC, too, I would love to help those guys out, too, because a lot of times, majority of the time, striking will help them a lot. You know, um, I was actually, I wanted to help out uh, Brian Ortega. I know he's with that uh, same camp as Anderson Silva, but, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, hopefully everything goes good. You know, I would love to help him out soon. You know, I never know with Brian Ortega. I would love to help him out. I think his his manager follows me on Instagram as well, so it'd be cool. I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, that that'd be a good combination yeah. right there, Brian Ortega. You know. Now, when you look at the uh, the welterweight division in boxing, is man, it's probably the most stacked division right now, right? Is is it? Can you even argue that? Oh yeah, no, no, you can't argue that. You can't. Yeah. You can say you can say the the lightweight division is still. It's probably one of the hottest divisions right now, financially. Financially wise, it's the 
that and the heavyweight division is more financially. But when it's the toughest challenge, I think the welterweight, the weight class, you know, there's not really much dominance. You see Lomachenko has the majority of all the, pretty much all the belts mm-hmm. in that weight class. You have uh, Tyson, uh, not Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury that's, and uh, Anthony Joshua that have all the belts. But in one weight class where it's completely divided is the welterweight division. You know, you have, you know, Terrence Crawford, you have Earl Spence, you have Manny Pacquiao, Mike Garcia, Danny Garcia, you have Sean Porter, you have, and that's not even half of them. Like, it, 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 the weight, the welterweight division is probably the toughest weight class in the division right now. And, uh, you know, I'll love to put on a show. I'll love to fight any of them. Um, it's just my time will come, and I'm here to take the belts, man. How, how long do you see it, it taking for you to kind of get up there in the, into the top ten? Uh, I feel like my my time's coming. They're they're the ones that have to push. I'm 21. And I'm I'm just getting started, you know. So it's it's gonna take my time. Hopefully, you know, maybe in a year or two, I'm I'm looking to you know, mark my way down there. Um, so the only time will tell, and I'm here to just put on a show in the meantime, get my following up, and uh, you know put my mark on there. So I want those guys to be like, you know what, that that guy's no joke and he'll be a problem. Pacquiao. Is that is that a fight that, you know, you need to get before he, he takes off? Because it seems like he only has a few fights left. Yeah, I, I would say, um, it's kind of hard to say that because, you know, it's like everybody's calling out Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. Everybody's calling out Pacquiao. Um, and the worst part is, <laughs> nobody's beating them, man. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's having some time to him. Um, him, I would want to fight, uh, Amir Khan too, mm-hmm. but I heard Amir Khan might be done officially. And that was the guy that when I turned pro, mm-hmm. when I turned pro, that was the guy that I wanted, you know, he was been the guy that's been on my mind. I wanted to fight Amir Khan, Amir Khan, Amir Khan. Um, we're under the same promotion. So maybe, uh, Eddie could push up some, pull some few strings, be like, yo, listen, Eddie, I really want to fight Amir Khan, man. Let's, let's get this popping. But, um, yeah, you, you never know in the future. Just hopefully, um, I want to get those guys that are, you know, that have been on top-notch levels for a very long time. And like I said, it's all up to Eddie. It's up to my promotion, my management, and we'll see what happens. Are you are you more of the mentality of, like, right now is the moment where I'll just fight anybody as long as it pushes me up the rankings? Yeah, uh, I feel like um, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting on that moment of, uh, you know, just – getting those those belts and stuff but like i said it's it's, it's i'm a prospect you know that that's gonna take time that's gonna be um whoever they offer me they usually like when they say like, you want to fight this guy i'm like yeah i'll take him yeah i don't care um because at the end of the day i know how my camps go i know how my my fights go and um my main thing is to put on a good show and at the end of the day a lot of people that that night when they see my fights they say okay that, that was i like i love watching a fight i want to watch a fight again just adding to the uh, highlight reel. Yeah, I mean, so far it's so good. Yeah, I, I yeah. can't. I, but, uh, yeah, it's been going good. And I'm catching a lot of guys with the body shots. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess that's my favorite punch. If you look at it, welterweight in MMA is uh, is featherweight. And have you been, do you watch like that division closely, or you're just a fan of just just uh, just the UFC in general? Oh no, I, I keep my eye on majority of the fights. You know, but a lot of the top I know, but um. Yeah, like I follow all of it, man. He's like that Australian dude that, that beat Holloway. That, that's the champion right mm-hmm. now, that weight class. Yeah, Volkanovski. 
he's nasty too. I was always a big fan of Holloway. Um, but a lot of guys, you see, once they start getting older, the weight classes start going up. A lot of guys start going up because they can't make the weight no more. See, Cejudo's having issues now. Mm-hmm. You can say, you know, say I'm, a, I'm a double champ. I want to fight in this weight class. But he was trying to protect that weight class. Now he's having a little trouble making that weight now. So that's why now he's fighting. He wants to fight Dominic Cruz or, or Garbrandt. But a lot of times, those guys that, that stay in those weight classes, they can't make the weight no more. Mm-hmm. And that's why they go up. And, uh, you know, now times are changing. We're getting older, man. That's it. Uh, one last thing before I let you go. What are some of the, the fights that you want to see in the in the coming year or two? Some of the dream matchups for yourself. Like, if you were the matchmaker, you would put these fights on. Um, You know, obviously, it'd be, uh, are you talking about boxing or MMA? Uh, both. Both? Okay. Uh, I would want to see Adesanya and Jones. That would be, that'd be the fight I really want to watch. Um... I would actually want to see Khabib go up. I want to see him go up. I want to see Masvidal and Usman. That's the guy. That's the fight I really want to watch. I want to fight. I, you know, I can go all day with this. <laughs> um, I would want to see Joshua and Tyson Fury. That'd be a fight I really want to watch. Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford. I would actually want to fight. Uh, I actually fought, you know, Ryan Garcia and I fought Teofimo Lopez and that stuff. Um, but I want to see. I want to see Teofimo Lopez fight Lomachenko, and I can't wait to watch that fight. I want to fight. I want to. I want to see Garcia and Javante. That'd be a good fight too. And pretty much everybody in the lightweight division, I want to watch them fight, man. Those guys. You know, I'm talking about the UFC. Um, those guys, I really want to watch them fight. I, a good friend of mine, Alec Quinta, I want to watch him fight. Those guys are just entertaining guys to watch. And uh, Dana White's been doing good with his his matchmaking and putting on great shows. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little boring, but the majority of the time, those cards were good. I remember the U.S., the first MSG fight, the St. Pierre and Bisbing was yeah, the first card. the triple title uh, card. That was, like, that was like probably one of the best cards of all time, man. Definitely, definitely. That, that card was unbelievable in my hometown. But, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um, Dana has doing a really, really great job. The next UFC card that they're hopefully going to be able to do, that card's going to be unbelievably stacked too it just all depends on uh if they allow it or not and hopefully they allow it all right man well thank you so much man for the time uh be safe man i know new york city is it's been hit hard and uh yeah it's just sad it's just sad and and i know you're cooped up in the house and you need to get out there because you're an athlete athlete athletes are the worst position because they're so used to moving and when you're not moving you're 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 stagnant and, and it kind of like messes with everything that you you plan on doing right the momentum that you have because you're actually coming off that win in manchester you're undefeated yeah you know what i mean i'm pretty sure you want to fight in the next couple months it's just crazy but uh yeah man i guess keep your spirits high man no problem i'm looking to fight i was supposed to fight in uh, may and then early may and they're like no that's not happening anytime soon actually so i'm like all right fine okay Whatever you can, just put me on a card, man. Please. Yeah. Hopefully, Florida opens up. That's what that's what they're saying. So maybe you could get down there. Oh, I wish because right now New York really kind of sucks. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for it to get better, hotter. But yeah, again, I appreciate you having me. 